Zion. I got something I want to tell you about real quick. I'm not leaving to go to California, so don't worry about it. Um, but uh, since I was in California, and, uh, I took the first part of the year before we do our 21 day fast, and I felt like God told me to do this, and I'm not one of those big people that's like, uh, I believe that God speaks to me. Amen. And uh, sometimes I really step out and jump off a cliff. Um, and sometimes uh, I have to like live with something for a while. So uh, a few years ago, uh, well, I'll start with this. In June 22, uh, a prophetic word came to me, and the person said to me, said, I feel like I have a prophetic word for you. And I said, okay, what is it? And it said this, enlarge your house, build an addition, spread out your home, and spare no expense. For soon you will be bursting at the seams. Your descendants will occupy other nations and resettle the ruined cities. And I was like, okay, cool. So I took that and put it in my back pocket. And then I realized as I was looking through my Bible, back in 2018, somebody else sent me that exact same prophecy. It's like, I, I felt like God wanted me to tell you this. And I was like, I don't really know what that means. And so I looked at all the other verses around it and was like, that doesn't really make sense to me. Um, but we'll get there. But years later, three or four years later, this word comes. 2017, I was standing right here. And uh, a, a guy was here for our revival, and he said, my dad was still the pastor of this church, and, and I was uh, doing all the other things around the church that I sometimes do now, but not as much. Um, and uh, he had really, he was like, he said this, he says, we're not really friends. <laughs> it's like, yeah, not really. And... Uh, he said, I mean, like, we don't sit down and have Taco Bell together. And I'm like, right. So then he started prophesying about transition and all those things. And during that time in my life, I had a lot of transition prophecies, which I've talked about some before. I was going to plant a church in Los Angeles um, in 2014 based on a transition word. And then God steered me around and was like, no, you're going to be right here in Excelsior Springs. And uh, so when I go to Los Angeles, it's not because I'm trying to plant a church there. I just enjoy it because the weather here is not so good. Um, all four seasons in the last two days. So, but he said, there's a transition. He said, what, he said, what I want you to do, Brandon, he says, I want you, and this is before I was the pastor. He says, I want you to go and get a map of the city and start sticking a pin everywhere there's empty land. And so up in my old office, which is back behind the balcony, I had this map of the city and these pins everywhere that there was empty land. And... Uh, during the 21-day fast, or just before the 21-day fast, I was in Los Angeles, and I started remembering one of the last conversations my father and I had before he passed, which was, it was like two weeks before the last time I saw him. And uh, we were talking, and he said, uh, he said, Brandon, we're, we're getting ready to maybe EFIS the church, which we talked about painting and EFISing and all, like, and all that stuff. And like, we got a board approval for forty dollars or $50,000 to, to EFIS the front of the church and update the outside of the church. And, and uh, I was on my way to Florida to visit my brother. And, uh, and we were talking on the way to the airport. He was talking transition. And we were talking about, it's time for you to take the church. It's time for you to... Uh, do all these things, and he's like, I should go away, and, and that's a whole different sermon, but we'll get to that. Um, so that's what we talked about on the way to the airport. On the way back from the airport, 
when I landed three days later, he said, I got board approval for the EFIS on the church. We're going to borrow $40,000. And EFIS said, I talked to the guys and all that stuff. And then I went to the bank and I realized that we only owe 70000 He Actually, it was back then it was $85,000 on the church. He says, like, we, can, we can pay that off. So I, I scratched the whole thing. And I said, good, because if you make me the pastor, I'm going to paint the whole church black. <laughs> and that's going to cost way less than $40,000. Never. I said, oh, Brandon. Um, but during that time, this, this last year, um, when I was in the beginning of the year seeking God for this, this year and, and writing vision statements and, and praying about this year and building a strong prayer foundation, which we've talked about in the, the, expectation, the foundation for expectation, which I've preached on, um, uh, God told me, he said, Brandon, when are you going to do that thing about the, about the mortgage? He says, I can't, I can't do all the prophetic things that I've told you, 2017, 2018, 2022, all of this stuff, until we get that. And so um, we were in, in the middle of raising money for a revival. <laughs> so I didn't want to like, be like, hey, you should give to the mortgage. Um, and then it was like the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And I feel like God's like, Hey, when are you going to do that? And I'm like, well, how do I know that you really want us to build something, God? I mean, when we just be like really frivolous and like flamboyant if we just bought 100 acres out on 69? And, and like, what really is that? He's like, either you'll do it or you won't do it. And I text my brother, Rod, who pastors a church. He's built like four or five buildings. And uh, I said, what's, the, what's like your two cents for building a building? He says, I don't know if there's two cents, but it's going to take this. Prayer, fasting, and fearless faith. I said, okay. And uh, when Ben Halp was here during the revival, he's talking. I was like, man, I just feel like during this fast, God's told me that we need to build buildings and possess properties and increase spaces where people come to know the Lord. And uh, he says, you need to come visit my pastor who his pastor is apostle. He's officially an apostle. And uh, he built a $2 million building in the middle of a pandemic. He's like, you need to meet him. And he didn't tell this pastor or whatever I was, that, that I was wanting to build a building, whatever. I just came down. And so for this apostle sat with me on his day off for three hours in his office and just preached to me, just preached. It's crazy. And pretty soon, about halfway through, he goes, so what's up with your building? And I'm like, I don't know. Uh, it's a you know, basic rectangle. We painted it black. Uh, and uh, it's, I said it sits on like three or four acres. You know, it's like we're, we're kind of running out of room. And he says, okay, okay. He says, Look for the owner to push you out. And I said, well, you know, we, we own it. We've owned it like since 1970. And he said, yeah, look for the owner to push you out. And I'm like, I don't, I was like, no, like, we own it. Uh, <laughs> apostle, you know. <laughs> he says, no, you're not hearing me. God owns it. And he said, look for the owner to push you out. So, we owe $70,000 on the building. And I felt like at the beginning of the year, God told me to invite you to have a free will offering to pay it off. 
um, paying it off is just, all it is is being a good steward of what we have so that we can be the good steward of the next thing. I, I've been driving around the city all my life, but uh, especially like in the last six months. And uh, something so special about this place. And uh, you know it, I know it's different. But what's different is the people. And I, I said, God, this is my life. This is my life's prayer. I don't want to go anywhere unless you go with me. That's it. We won't go. We won't do anything unless you go. And so, I guess for six months I've been driving around the city to all the places that I put pins five years ago. And just thinking, God, can we build a place where people can come to know you? That they can be the ones that are called by your name, that they can experience something special for their whole entire life. And uh, so, um, I haven't bought anything, just to be clear. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I feel like the first step is us being a good steward. And uh, we want to be good stewards of everything, but we want to be stewards of something that makes a difference for generations. There are people who hung sheetrock in here with their bare hands and nails. Women, men, children. I know because I had to rescrew the whole entire ceiling one year with my dad and it was falling in. But there are people who believe that we would be here 75 years later worshiping the Lord, building something to his name, building something that people would come to know our great king. And so uh, our mortgage payment is about $1,000, give or take. And I felt like God wanted me to invite you to, in his words, quadruple the payment. So what that means is every month, instead of just paying our payment, which we will continue to do, uh, what I mean is that we're not going to like take additional giving and then not give to free up money in the budget. We're going to like double down, quadruple down on the on the mortgage, so that we can. I felt like God said, "Pay pay the mortgage off in a year." Um, so I myself, I'm going to commit to give a hundred dollars a month, free will offering. This isn't tithe offering. This is it's, just, it's not a compulsion. It's just if. If in your heart you're like, yeah, that's, I got to give to that. I got I to go for that. So $100 a month, that's $25 a week. That's like an eighth of my coffee budget. Uh, <laughs> and if we, if we, if we overexceed, you know, the money, then we'll buy an espresso machine for the, uh, for here. Just <laughs> play, it is play. Um, no. 100% of, 100% of this money will go towards the mortgage. If you would pledge with me for $25 a week, $100 a month, 10 people makes one payment, additional payment. Another 10 people makes another additional payment. If you can do $50 a month, awesome. That's roughly $12, $12.50 a week. If you can do $10, a month, 
Do that. But do it full of faith so that you know that you are building something for the next generation. It can be an afterthought or it can be something that's intentional. And uh, I want to tell you something, Charlotte. Your, your son told me that verse. Your son told me that verse. So I'm believing that's, that's how prophetic and God has his hands on your son, even though he's not serving the Lord right now. Uh, man, I feel God on that. Um, so if, if you want to give to that, it, there's a tab on the app. You can give right to that. I'm not going to like wave hands and do it like the old school. Like he's like, who give me a hundred? Who give me a hundred? You know, uh, but I believe we can quadruple the payment. And if you know anything about amateurization schedules, this, this loan was from 20 years ago. So like we're on the tail end of it. And the more we put towards it each month, the more. It's like if you're just like, dude, I want to give mine all for the year and you got it. You know, you, Uncle Sam gave it to you or whatever. You want to give towards it. We'll put it on it and we'll just accelerate that thing. And I believe that there's a miracle power on it because you want to know why? I'm looking for God to push us out. So, and if you come to church after 9.30 and you're trying to find a parking spot outside, you're looking for God to push us out too. You know what I mean? So, uh, is that okay? Is this, is this all right? I want to say that this is not a flippant thing. I've, I've been sitting on this for a while because I didn't want to just be like, well, God told me we were supposed to, you know, whatever. Um, I want to I want to be sure that God is leading and guiding us and directing us, and I want to make sure that His strategy is the one that I follow, and not just you know another thing, you know, because the sound and lighting budget on the new building is going to be just ridiculous. So, just <laughs> anyway, um, and the coffee machine, uh, just plan, but not really plan. Um, so let's just pray into that, Lord. Father, we thank you that you have called us by name, that you've called us to be a part of a, a song that has existed far longer than us. And uh, we humbly come to you with our hearts wide open saying, please, God, do something in our generation that we wouldn't even believe if you told us. And do something that our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren in generations to come would be transformed because of seeds that we put in the ground today. Lord, we know that you don't owe man anything. You don't write IOUs, Lord, and I pray right now that you would supply the seed to the seller. People that step out in faith, that they would just know you in a greater way. That they would know your love and your provision and your faithfulness in a greater way. And that Excelsior Springs would be different because Zion exists right here on this place. In Jesus' name, amen.